on the Spencer's the Pez, poking out at the cons, Renaissance fests, watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie, <laughs> sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor, I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby. Coming to you live from Elusive Comics and Games, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast with your host, Derek McCaw. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, I got a crowd of two. That's fantastic. That was, of course, asthmatic. Well, yeah, sure. need my nailer. (laughs) That was my announcer, Mr. Lon Lopez, editor-in-chief of (laughs) moronlife.com. Yes. <laughs> Two-pack-a-day. And uh, the local chapter head of the American Lung Cancer Society. And, uh, of I course... I quit any time, I of swear. Course, uh, I to my left, not that any of you can see that, is our occasional commentator. This makes like three weeks in a row or something. I think you're a regular now. Whoa, hold on. He's Let's hooked. not go that far. He's hooked He's on the hooked. podcast. Mr. Chris Garcia. Hey, everybody. And across from me, Moral Compass and Sound it's Technician. Back. He's happy back. To be back. Happy to be back in the real time zone. <laughs> and I'm the man who keeps Chris Pan to the left of you. He is to the left of you in our audio world. Very good, very good. That's Mr. Rick Brettschneider, ladies and gentlemen. Woo. Assuming there are ladies listening. I don't know. It's hard ladies to know. listen. All right, well, ladies love us. We know this week, this is June 27th, 2007, Wednesday evening. And of course, the top story this week of interest to Fanboy Planet listeners has been actually a tragedy. So we're going to be talking a little bit about this because it's kind of an elephant in the room, which is, of course, the. The Benoit, the bizarreness of the Benoit tragedy. Oh, yeah. And uh, I know that Chris is going to have a lot to say. And uh, I almost don't want to talk about it. I know. I'm I can affected that, that much by it. Lon actually did call me Monday night almost in tears. I was a little uh, weepy. Yeah. A little yeah. weepy McWeeperson. It, it's rough. It is, it's one of the things that has always been said that eventually all the drug-related deaths, all the steroid problems, uh, were going to lead to fans finding it not fun anymore. And that would kill the business. And I always said, no, that would never happen. But when you have a much beloved, and he was one of the most beloved wrestlers. One of the greats. Yeah, absolutely. When he goes out and commits a double suicide. Double or homicide. Double, double homicide. You can't kill yourself twice. You can't kill two of you. But yes. there's a challenge. Okay. Yes. But, uh, you know, that type of thing does. I think we're headed for a big downturn. And I think it's going to be like the steroid trials of the early 90s that led to the big down times that weren't picked up until we got the Nitro Raw battles. See, I don't know. I think it could almost work the other way. I think you could have people that remember why they loved wrestling and why, you know, uh, they watch it. And maybe if they play to that, like, you know, what McMahon did last night on ECW was basically just say... We're not going to talk about this anymore. We're going to show you what our guys do best, and that's wrestle. And they just gave people an hour's worth show of wrestling. And, and I think, uh, you know, if they handle it the right way, they can weather any storm, I think. I mean, wrestling's been on since, what, the beginning of television? So, I mean... Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's the beginning uh, of radio. In, in fact, isn't there a Henry Winkler movie about the early days of wrestling, The One and Only? The One and Only, yeah. There's Wait a minute. A- wrestling's been around since radio? How did that work? Wrestling's uh, been around since yeah. Henry Winkler? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was Since Happy Days. One of the earliest. The Fonz uh, wrestled <laughs> many times. Hey. But yeah, it's a. 
And you know, who, after who that, it's kind of hard to go back to, to being ring. depressing. Leather Tuscadero? Or? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. But yeah, it's weird that we're right Potsyplex. now. Potsyplex! <laughs> okay, sorry. I Dude, I totally want to see you do that someday. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's a depressing Mouth, time. elbow. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, that's just wrong. Yes, no, but in all seriousness, you don't want to, you know... Talk light of the dead. Or no, I think the interesting thing has been the mainstream coverage, which is what I've huge. depended on. I mean, it's every time, it seems like every couple of hours, I can check CNN and there's a new angle on this story. That's part of the craziness of it. Like, I don't think, Chris, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but we don't even really know the truth at this point. There's still, I mean, we know something, but there's still, like, a new detail comes out with this thing with the Bibles by the beds and. Yeah. Uh, you know that it's that some the wife I, was bound. There's something ritualistic yeah. about it that came out today, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? But you look, if you are not a wrestling fan and you go on to CNN.com, you would think this guy and the top story, a rabid Wolverine. The top or story is this picture is been yeah. and the picture of him with his wife, and he's got a black eye, and it's all about yeah. This is not mm-hmm. just steroid abuse, so it kind of gets mentioned. Uh, although they said he's tested clean, he tested clean in the most recent test. And, but it it is a picture of this is not funny. This is a violent man. This was a time bomb waiting to explode. I don't think that's the truth. That's what they're showing. That's yeah. what they're that's showing. What, that's, that's the picture what I'm they're painting. That's the yeah, picture they're exactly. painting. And then that's what you're going to think of when you think of the WWE. And this is not a good image for exactly. them. Uh, obviously, it's not. But I mean, but worse, the mainstream is going to as hey, mainstream press twists everything, is twisting it into something far worse than it is and tarring the entire organization. Absolutely, and I think this is another case like what happened to McMahon personally when Eddie Guerrero died uh, that changed the industry. I think we're going to see one in the the steroid testing that they do in the WWE now. You can actually have prescribed steroids and take them. And even if you test positive for steroids, it's still considered a pass test. So it's Technically possible that he did have steroids in his system, okay. but it's it's well, a great yeah, area. But let's okay. So That's Chris brings that up. Let's bring up another interesting issue. A lot is being made of the whole roid rage thing, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of that's being put to blame on a lot of the actions that went down with the Benoit family. But like, what's funny though is they're not really equating this to you know. I mean. You know, Barry Bonds is a huge, you know, uh, person under the radar, under the microscope for steroids right now. And it's like, mm-hmm. you know, does the does the coverage going to slowly move from this event over to all steroid users? Well, or, I think Barry Bonds you know, had the advantage of being an ass before. Yes. Wow. He took steroids. If, if indeed, I'm sorry, allegedly Alleged took ass. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I believe he was distinctly, okay. uh, specifically an certified. ass. Certified. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> yes. Doctor certified. Uh, whereas Benoit is indeed a beloved guy. But I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and part of the steroid thing, which I hadn't really, is the blame. I mean, this is just how, it, this almost gets so bizarre that the son was taking them because he was diagnosed with dwarfism. So they had him on growth hormone. Was it dwarfism oh, it was, or it wasn't dwarfism. fatal it, X? It was fragile X syndrome. It's, uh, it was described on CNN today as a form of dwarfism. Of dwarfism? Okay, yeah, I guess they're So I apologize. I'm reading those. You're the guy, you yeah. know, that's really paying the, attention. I actually minute got a minute. phone call back from the Fayette County Police Department. Uh, when I called for a press inquiry. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know what stuns me more? You <laughs> called for a press inquiry. <laughs> that's that's impressive. I'm about to weep at the dedication you showed <laughs> Fanboy Planet. 
Wow. I, I did that. I actually did that for uh, the Eddie Guerrero death, too. And you were also quoted on Fox News? I was quoted on Fox News. I did not get to appear on Fox News. What? You were quoted on Fox News? Yes, I was. Oh, uh, see. Just and you're the, the only one, you're the only one on the table here that actually watches Fox News. Okay, so That's go ahead. right. I don't watch it. I live it. But, uh... No, I actually What's saw the fair Fox, and imbalanced. I saw the Fox News coverage right after the press conference on Monday, and like just immediately they went into like just like biased mode. You know what I mean? It wasn't like we're reporting the news. It was like right after the press conference, they were like, "All right, so here's the facts: the guy's got steroids. He did this. He killed the wife. He killed the kid. You know, so you could hear it in their voices. It's the holy holy earned, holier than thou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we blamed exactly. Satan yet? Yeah. Um, there. You mean Mr. McMahon? Oh, okay. no, I'm sorry. I've been I've been reading Essential Ghost Rider, and I can't believe how like blatant all the Satanism is in that book. Fascinating. So I'm, it's just yeah. in my head. Uh, there has been actually some wonderful, uh, even semi press stuff, uh, not even necessarily done by the Christian right, saying that uh, steroid and drug use is related to satanic just, just satanic and, ritual. Wow, okay. interesting. But there's a couple of you know, terrifying things, too, left. Uh, one, we are dealing with a wrestling community that is used to death, and now they are shaken. This is, you know, what it takes to shake a wrestler in today's world. It just blows my mind. What I flashed back to was watching the Guerrero, and because I don't, obviously, people know this, I don't watch the shows regularly, but I did watch the tribute to Guerrero, and seeing what I flashed back to is how real Benoit's grief was oh, yeah. mm-hmm. at that. Absolutely. And then to see just, what, are we a year later? Has it been that long? It's been a year and a half. A year and a half later. For Benoit to have done this, it just shakes me because I saw that man's naked yeah. grief. Mm-hmm. Oh, I you know, I, I wrote a blog about this on uh, on one of my MySpace pages, and it's like I actually, you know, had a chance to meet the guy. Uh, we were, you know, at a Gold's Gym. He was working out. We were working out. And I went up and said hi to him, talked to him, seemed really nice, really cool, mellow, you know, and it was like, you know, talked to him, he was in town doing a show at the arena or whatever, and, uh, you know, just seemed like, you know, oh, this guy's the nicest, coolest dude, you know, it's like, not like we were friends or anything, but, you know, it was just one of those things where you just, you know, stuff like that happens, you just, you just can't believe it, you're mm-hmm. like, this is just, yeah. in, just mm-hmm. amazingly wrong, so. Yeah. The, the saddest part is that... It is well known that he was often criticized for being too small to be a main eventer. And it's almost certain that, uh, from what other people have said in the locker room, that he was a steroid user like pretty much everyone in the WWE has been over the past 25 years. There's no necessary connection between them, but... You know, it makes the roid rage argument so much more convenient. And how about this, too? I mean, he just recently got moved to ECW, which was their basically third-tier show. Which was definitely a demotion. Do we think that, you know, morale or depression was, I mean... That could be. Well, it's certainly certainly the blow of having one of his best friends lost uh, Mm. a year and a half ago, then another, as you had... And then another, which happened... Probably what was his name? Beef Wellington? Biff, Biff oh, Wellington. Oh, Biff Wellington, sorry. Yeah, uh, a very good wrestler. But the pun was there, thanks. Yeah. The timing, though, is kind of weird. Uh, the news broke sometime either late Saturday or early Sunday, so we don't know when 
everything happens. This is going to be one heck of a TV movie. I mean, oh, and, I, and I say that without irony. You're I mean, it's right. just like there's going to be something, and I'm going to watch that because I want, or a documentary because I want to know. I mean, again, the details that come out, like there were some people were text messaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they released the text messages and they didn't really say anything. Yeah, what's I actually was pretty angry with the WWE for releasing the text messages because the messages were uh, my physical address is one three three five. Yeah, they fa- gave the actual. They oh. gave the actual address out. Oh my out. gosh! And that wonderful make a uh, a you know anyone can drive by and pay their respects another ghoul stop. Yeah. So I mean that. And the, and the, that well, Chris, to me. Chris, I mean it's already a circus. That's true. You can't I mean, argue because that. you know, again, for the mainstream, these are the strongmen. These are the clowns. You know, clownish strongmen. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and so it's already, uh, you know, it was inescapable that it'd be a media circus. It's true. And the, the one thing I was going to ask Chris about too is he. Okay, so he the one son is dead, mm-hmm. but he also has other kids. Right? Has two other two children, other kids right? in Canada. Yes. Okay, and I mean, what's the? I mean. What they must be going through, and what you know—that's you know to ha- find out your dad, you know, went nuts and you and know. killed your little brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is that's you know uh, the Benoit family. His mother and father released a statement, uh, of course, saying you know give us our privacy, and yeah. I think everyone's going to respect that for about a day or two until the next sort of detail comes out. So. Right, right. Well, it's always unfortunate. This kind of stuff. I mean, we're talking about a case of celebrity. Oh, yeah, exactly. And these kind of things happen a lot, unfortunately, mm-hmm. where a, fan, uh, a guy gets pushed by one too many things. The thing is, there's not going to be a silver bullet here. That's true. There'll be contributing factors. There'll be multiple mm-hmm. layers of, of things that led up to this. And the the press just will not will not get sick of it uh, until we all well, do. You yeah. know, it's or until Paris Hilton's on Larry King later tonight. Well, that's yeah. true. Well, that's, that's, Did anybody TiVo that? I forgot. No, no. One hopeful thing today, you've been reading about the Paris Hilton thing, uh, which Us Magazine <laughs> is boycotting all news about Paris Hilton. Yep. People are just oh, sick. Thank God. Sick Journalistic integrity. Really? How, how long do you think Us is going to hold if on to that? If it's only for two weeks, that's good. That's yeah. good enough for me. We at Us Magazine are taking a stand. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting, actually. Um, one of the things that, that out. Yeah, one of the things I just that, dropped an f bomb. Sorry, it's okay. No wow. one heard it. <laughs> What's interesting, actually, is now they're reversing. What? 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 <laughs> is the the press will always take you know as big a stance as it is, but compare this with OJ. Yeah, I mean, and I I can't remember who said it, but this is like OJ without the the Bronco chase. And that, that, you know, that whole thing just blew me away. This has never happened in wrestling. The closest thing was the Bruiser Brody murder. But this and is you say that, so and, much and we blink. I mean, I, no, I don't there think mainstream is going to go, oh, yeah, the Bruiser Brody. Uh, Bruiser Brody was murdered in a locker room by another wrestler in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico in 87. And uh, the wrestler got off on a technicality. I read your column. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, the, rest, the wrestler who killed him got off on a technicality because he the, was counted out. <laughs> oh, okay. oh. oh, he was oh. DQ'd. <laughs> wow, and we're back. No, we don't can't edit this out. You gotta oh. have us. A- yes, graveyard humor. It's good, but uh, yeah. Um, so that you know, because a lot of guys were cowards and refused to testify, um, and with the whole Puerto Rico situation, it became very easy. Uh, he got off. Um, you mean the uh, does that goes back to the uh, Tony and Bernardo murders in 1961? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. No. North I think Sacco it goes back to the Lucy and Ricky. Da-da, Riff, da-da, da-da, Riff was killed da-da, under his arm. Da-da, 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 okay. Da-da. Oh, geez. Either way, let's just say. Chino! 
There's a whole new meaning to a nickel and Gino, let me tell you. Uh, it's a tragedy. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, let's leave it at let that. Let the dead lay. But I do have some more wrestling news. Well, let's get back to the wrestling news. Let's circle it around because... Circle. And the circle will remain unbroken. <laughs> Can you, no, we're going to break the it? circle right now and come back to it. <laughs> oh, I the see. Okay. Circle no, of life, <laughs> and and talk about why we're you know why we're here. We're, we're geeks, not we're we're not ghouls. We're geeks. So let's talk about comics. Comics, and it's till another death. We talked last week <laughs> about uh, Mark Wade coming back on the Flash. Everybody was excited. Wally came back at the end of yeah, Justice Mark. of Justice League. Thanks, Mike. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know the, the whole lightning saga and the, the return of Wally West. And then last week, we didn't see it because it was sold out here at Elusive Comics and Games. The Flash number 13, unexpectedly, uh, or at least I believe unexpectedly, led to the death of Bart Allen. Well, didn't they? they, I read maybe on fanboyplanet.com that they solicited two fake fake issues. issues after this. Issues 14 and 15. Off, which was what the, the reason why everyone knew about Cap was the solicitations went out early and then people uh, people said, you know, you want it, you want to, you want to stock up on this one because mm-hmm. it's going to be big. Yeah. But this one was actually pretty sly. Very sly. And it, and it clearly, and it caught elusive and it caught fans by surprise because the, the truth, I mean, obviously. Because nobody was reading the no Flash. No one was reading the Flash. That's true. That's very true. And it's a way to suddenly boost and, and you know, I'm sure they're going to reprint. And it's actually kind of, I mean, I feel bad because now, you know, last week we were talking about Mark Wake coming back. Yay, Mark Wake came back. And in a weird way, though, for a fictional character that we were talking about, we liked Impulse. We liked him as Kid Flash. And now he's dead. Well, I mean, I know it's comics. So you think he died quick or slow? No, <laughs> It looks like it, about two pounds. It's a speed joke. Anybody? Oh, no? Oh. Okay. Okay. So uh, <laughs> when I look at something like that happening in the comics, because I mean, we've clearly seen this with Marvel over and over where what happens in the comics reflects how it goes multimedia-wise. You've got Spider-Man in a black costume because why? There's Spider-Man 3. Ghost Rider gets a push. Why? Because Ghost Rider's getting a movie. And so, you know that... Or his bike isn't working. (laughs) (laughs) You get to give him a push? Anyway. Wow. I hope you get work soon. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you. He'll be here all week because they've turned out the power in his apartment. Just put it in neutral and give me a push. Okay. (laughs) But on Smallville, when they introduced The Flash, they made it... They made uh, the producer of Smallville... DC made the producer of Smallville use Bart. Because that was clearly the character they were going. We should have seen that clue two years ago. They were going to push Bart to the forefront, and, well, here's the thing and that didn't work. Nobody liked Bart as as the Flash, but now Smallville's got Bart Allen as the Flash. The clever thing there, of course, was that he also has a variety of fake IDs, which include Jay Garrick and Wally West, mm-hmm. and he could cha- end up changing cool. his name. Uh, later, it's like the flipping license plate. In yes. the James yeah. Bond movies. Um, here's my thing with uh, them killing Impulse. It doesn't matter because in this timeline he hasn't been born yet. So you know, it's even better than the Captain Marvel revival <laughs> of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, okay, better he's dead say. now, but in this timeline he's going to be born in what a couple hundred years and uh, a thousand. A thousand. He's from the Legion of Superheroes time. Yeah. So his I mean, cousin Jenny is a member of the Legion. Don't cry that long Excess. for Bart Allen. He'll oh, be really? back. Mm-hmm. Jenny just wait around a thousand years. Just wait a thousand years. He'll be back. I'm just very glad that uh, Jesse Quick is still around. But she doesn't have the super speed. Yeah. Is the, the, is the Quick Rabbit part of the Flash Speedster family? or? Uh, yes, he fights crime with Hoppy the Marvel Bunny. Ooh, awesome. I want to read that. Thank comic. you for letting me pull that one Wait, out. Who was the bunny in the uh, 
in the Shazam universe. That's Hoppy the that's, Marvel that's Bunny. That's Hoppy the Marvel Bunny, okay. Yes. I was confused. The okay. tangents keep getting softer. <laughs> well, oh. What? I don't know if there's a bunny in the mar- in the tangent universe, but anyway. Whatever. Okay. Uh, but I, I I do want to recommend a book that DC Sound of Impact. Have you that that cash register has been going off? Sound solid. of Impact. The well, that time. one went away too. Well, that was because there's a sign outside. Ooh. I know. Uh, rumor is, by the way, this week that the tangent universe is going to come back. It made a quick reappearance in the Ion miniseries that, again, like the Flash, nobody read. Not me. But uh, there is talk that they're going to revive those characters. And so, for those who listening who don't know what the Tangent, like the Tangent Universe, Universe is, Universe. It, was cool. it was a it was a fifth week event, which I guess both companies have started stopped really doing this concept of the fifth week event in, in shipping, where none of the mainstream books were shipped, so they had this weird side event happen. The Tangent Universe was what if DC had stopped being published. If the Silver Age had stopped instead of being continuous, like the Golden Age, and then somebody had to revive the characters again using the character names but doing brand new concepts. Yeah. So it was all tied together. You had the Flash was a girl who had light powers, and which made sense, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people bought it hoping that she'd Flash, but, but she didn't. And... Uh, the Joker was a hero. Was a was uh, actually um, identical. Like, I think it was cl- ended up being clones that were fighting crime, as the Joker. Uh, Superman was sort of just this Zen monist monk guy that suddenly had n- not to be confused with the Just Imagine Stanley creating the DC Universe thing. Uh, so you know they're kind of cool characters. Green, yeah. I think Green Lantern was probably the coolest because she became like she a horror a, book host. Yeah. Tales of the Green Lantern. Oh my God, that's what that was. Okay. Yes, yeah. and then, and then in Cry, uh, Infinite Crisis, the Lantern had actually made its way to mainstream Earth, to the New Earth. And uh, oh, and we see this. Yes, so Lon has put put this on. Lon's gone out and picked out some choice comics from, from the shelf that I'm assuming we're going to talk about. I just found this. I didn't know if we had brought this had up. Talked this I don't up. know if it's even worth bringing up. That Green Arrow and Black Canary. Somebody's getting married. Or Ollie, not. Ollie or not. not. Finally proposed to what's her name? Black Canary. Dinah. 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 won't you blow Diana your is horn? Wonder Woman. No. Dinah. What's the self censor? Dinah won't you blow? Dinah, if she's going down the aisle, she's going kicking and screaming or something like that. Dinah Drake Lance. Yes, I love. By the way, Black Canary might be my favorite of the of the old time stocking. (laughs) That well, the fishnet. I mean, choices. You know, there are more choices than you'd think. (laughs) Wait, wait. (laughs) Is the Tana have fishnets? Yes. Yes. Okay, that's number one. There, (laughs) the one who can speak backwards and and render you uh, a Ken doll. I don't think. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, <laughs> she could have a night with you and then just Garcia's make you forget his... it. No, why? <laughs> I'm going to have... Yeah, you'll never forget... Oh, want to bet? Okay. <laughs> so, there it is. Oh, Good point. Sad. It's like, anyway. That's like, look, that's, it's never happened before. Um, could you just erase our memories of that <laughs> and we could try again? Please, Zaytana. You're just making her sound better and better. <laughs> sort of. Well, what's cool about this is it ends with the proposal on the last page, which is continued in by this one, kids, the Black, Black Canary, Canary miniseries, mm-hmm. where you'll find the answer probably not on page one. Probably not. I'd say issue four, page 20. Or 19. 19, maybe. Yeah. I'm giving how, how, who wants to bet she's going to say no? I, I think no. I'm going to lay money that they're going to finally uh, pull the trigger on this. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. And we have this recorded. Because she's going to get killed. And in four months, Rick is going to come back and play this and go, Remember this, guys? Mm. 
who's foolish now? I just think that uh, you can't uh, can't make characters happy anymore. Just keep them constantly. You can unhappy. make the the uh, Ant Man character. He's happy all the time. God the, uh, bless Ant Man. I think though that if you had Black Canary and Green Arrow uh, married, they'd be like the Doctor Cox and his wife of oh, yeah. Scrubs <laughs> oh, of the DC universe, <laughs> and I think that would make one great series. I agree. Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. I just like swashbuckling, uh, slutty Green Lantern or Green Arrow. So I mean, keep them you don't up. even know what you like, do you? I no. swashbuckling, slutty Green Lantern. <laughs> don't you mean wow? Wow. Player Arrow. Player Arrow. Okay. Player. Player. Green player. Um, a, a book that DC sent me that I wanted, that came from Wildstorm last week, and it was notable because Bill Clinton appeared as a major character. It was The Highwaymen, which I had no idea what it was, and Wildstorm's got a lot of things to throw at the wall. But this one actually was kind of, was kind of a cool. It was a fu- set in the future, and it was about two. It was a buddy film about about the about rogue super agents having to come out of retirement, and Bill Clinton appears uh, by virtue of a of a videotaped, he was their boss in the 90s, and it's like set in the 2020s, and there's these old guys coming out, so it's kind of like Lethal Weapon, the retirement home. And uh, I kind of liked the concept, it's kind of interesting, so I just want to point you guys towards, maybe take a, make it take a thumb through at some point. Uh, the only highwayman I know is the Sam Jones TV show from the uh, 90s, 80s. Or perhaps 80s. the Waylon Jennings, Jennings. Uh, <laughs> Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, oh you child, who's yeah. that, Willie, Willie, Waylon, uh, Merlin Nelson. Yeah, what was that song they did? Merle, that was um, big, uh, I, I Am the Highwayman? I'm the Highwayman, thank you. Yeah. No, I think it was uh, On the Highway. <laughs> We're losing our demographic, guys. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry, we got into country music? No. No, I think country music people read comics. Y'all. Y'all. They must. Yeah, they I just wouldn't. got back from Georgia. Uh, they Not must read at least Birds of Prey because they got pretty women in that one. Pretty. They're pretty. They got all their teeth. But, you know, so we don't have... We, let's talk it's about Marvel. Uh, let's switch teeth. over to Marvel. Really, we got to talk about movies. we got to be going multimedia because, of course, uh, who was it? Chris looked at me incredulously and said, what's this about Samuel L. Jackson as Nick, Nick Fury? Fury? Rumor has it that he filmed a one-day cameo in the Iron Man film uh, with Robert Downey Jr. for John Favreau, and who if he, put all this Hydra on one plane? Yeah, exactly. I think I had that. Let's, I want, I'm tired of all this mother effing Hydras Hydra. uh, on <laughs> my mother effing helicarrier, and it's clearly laying the groundwork for obvious. Uh, okay. Sorry. Gee, oh. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I got to get a new <laughs> coat of paint Envious. from the pot. Easy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Got to a horrible joke before you did. It's just like I wouldn't have went there. <laughs> you liar! The line. <laughs> liar! Oh, that's coming from me. This is like who wants second helping of the ribs at Lon's house? You know, it's like boom! I beat Lon to a rib. Lon to a rib. I don't even know he's talking Edit about that out. All I'm, right. Anyways, <laughs> I've eaten over there too many times. Okay, so. Anyway, it does lay the groundwork for, as we know, Paramount has the rights to, or Marvel Studios has the deal with Paramount to release up to 15 different character films through there. So if you've got Samuel L. Jackson making a cameo as Nick Fury, then you can have a Nick Fury movie with Samuel L. Jackson. You can have him appearing in the Avengers, which we'll assume, since they seem to put all their money on the pot of the ultimate version, makes sense. Yeah. Although there's a rumor floating around that they're about to blow up the Ultimate Universe. 
No. That they've canceled the second. I heard they were gonna. Se- they were gonna bring the old. They were gonna tie them together. Oh, that'd be bad. That. Uh, well, no, no, no. Listen, here out where the rumor goes. Okay. Jeff Loeb was simultaneously working on Ultimates Season 3 with J. Scott Campbell and Ultimates Season 4 with Ed McGinnis. And apparently, allegedly, Marvel has canceled Ultimates Season 4 because their belief is that they're going to head forward. I know that Brian Michael Bendis is now going to write a book called The Ultimate Origin, Explaining the origin of the Ultimates universe, and maybe that's the maybe, maybe that's the tying tie-in. it back into the original Marvel universe. Apparently, there's something that he did in Marvel Team Up that never got picked up, and he had that he co-plotted with Mark Millar, and now Marvel said, "Go ahead and pick this up." You know, and probably co-plotted with Bill Jameis. There was probably some answer. You mean like they the have recent Marvel team up or the, the old the, the Ultimate Marvel team Ultimate up that Marvel. ran for like eighteen oh, yeah, issues? Yeah, 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 yeah. There was something that he did there. And so they're, they're, you know, they're retconning Bill Jameis out of the thing, but you know it was probably some idea that Bill Jameis had as well, and it may lead to the actual destruction of the Marvel, of uh, the Ultimate Marvel Universe. Good. You know, I so I don't know. Now that they've finished the run with Mark Bagley and Ultimate Spider-Man, if they're going to destroy it, don't connect it and then destroy it. Well, they're all connected in the sense that. Didn't you, know, you guys read 52? Marvel has established... There's multiverses. There's multiverses. There's a megaverse, baby. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know DC was... <laughs> well, I read DC versus Marvel, and there's a huge red shogun warrior who uh, controls the Marvel universe. <laughs> That's right. Okay. And uh, there's a blue shogun warrior that controls the DC universe. So it's all possible. It's all connected. I it's guess all so. connected. It's all I series think you can track... It's like uh, the... Uh, and what it's... And, and Marvel's all zom- it's, Marvel Zombies is the six degrees all, of separation. It's all going all to end with a Roland making it to the top of the Dark Tower. So... Here's my thing. Anyway. If they do an event... I don't want to see an Ultimates movie. I want to see an Avengers movie. Well, we're already seeing Ultimates movies. All the direct TV, direct TV Well, yeah, that cartoon, I mean, it was okay, but it still kind of sucked. So it's like... Yeah, I think we can a, say that. That's a that's a fair assessment. If they're going to do a you know a movie, it was okay, but it kind of it was sucky, sucky. Yeah, and I don't Suck know. Ass. I don't you know as much as I love the man, Samuel, Sammy J. Um, I don't know if I like him as Nick Fury. Well, and, he uh, likes him as Nick Fury, and I think that's oh, there's a lot of people really that matters. do. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot of people. But after wa- watching fourteen oh eight. Um, he'll be in any movie and phone it in. So see, I still like. I still like. I didn't Nick. see fourteen oh eight. Stinker. Oh, yeah, you're that's lucky. A shame. That's a shame. They make a giant error in by doing a classic. Uh, well, electronics don't work in fourteen oh eight. Well, they didn't screen it for us, and so. then they promptly have him introduce all sorts of electronics into fourteen oh eight, and they all work. I really hate that kind of sloppy editing. Yeah, it. Oh, it's not. A, it's script writing. Yeah, but you point. know what? Did they work, or did they not work? Or they oh, just work in your head. We can edit that out. Thank yeah. God it's not a video cast this week, folks. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was me. That was me. Derek McCaw is now being docked for one minute as host. Rick, you're now host. Go. I award you uh-huh. no points, uh-huh. and we are all now much dumber for hearing that. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, the, my my feeling about Nick Fury is I love the old Nick Fury that has his roots in James Bond, but takes it into the, sure. the super superhero series with the spandex suits and the women in spandex suits and the helicarrier and all that. The Starenko and, stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I but I do like the ultimate take on it. It's refreshing. It's different, and I like the Samuel L. Jackson character in that too. So I wouldn't be terribly upset if they decided to do a movie because I mean, they wouldn't take my Stranko Nick Fury away. I mean, from I'm going to agree with you on the sense that I do believe that Samuel L. Jackson, I used to think was a, an actor with a lot of range, mm. and he has chosen not to show that for at least a decade. It's sort of like Nick Cage, who's, who's become kind of a parody of himself. Goodstone and I were just talking about that because we watched the Ghost Rider DVD and said, you know, it's like... It's like, my head it's like, what the heck is going on with Nicolas Cage? He's just parodying himself. And I think Samuel L. Jackson is now doing imitations of Samuel L. Jackson imitations. Well, I think imitations. what it is is these, these guys get... They start reading their own press and they start, th- you know, like, hey, everybody thinks I'm awesome because I yell when I talk, you know? Yeah, so, so it's like... do. Yeah, true. So he just knows I can show up, collect yeah. my paycheck, yeah. and I can say you know I can say the f word a couple times, make it look slick and cool, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. go home. See, my thing is I don't care about Nick Fury much. I don't think he do a good job at it. All I know is this: I want a human target movie in my lifetime. They had a human target TV, TV show. series. We yeah, know that Red Springfield. <laughs> I, want, I want. I want to be human targets. I want a Kurt Russell. Uh, Nick Fury, Fury movie. Oh, that would be oh no, see, yeah. No it would be great. Although, you know, the one that they... That would be my that dream apparently casting. for a while uh, was uh, George Clooney had been in talks for it. And then that... Clooney's Garth not half it. the man Russell is. And then that Agreed. Garth Ennis Fury miniseries came out in which Nick Fury was just like... Um, uh, slept with a bunch of Asian hookers and, uh, and drugged them, and then it was, it was sort of that was when Bill Jameis was actually uh, fired. That was the last straw. Whereas Avi Rod was saying, uh, "We need to make these marketable. We need to make them saleable to Hollywood." And remember, the kids do read these, yeah. or in theory, children read these. And let's books. not destroy our characters that we've been building up for fifty years just because so. it's fresh and new and gritty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would agree with that. Speaking of fresh and new and gritty, a new rumor this week from the Captain Marvel Shazam universe, huh? Blazer. guy. Blazer. Brandon Molali. I don't know how to pronounce it. Molale? Molali. I apologize. I have no idea how to pronounce this you know guy's what? name. I bet he's been in like random other things. I think he was on like an episode of Reno 911. Oh, yeah. He's going to be out in, he's going to be in Balls of Fury as yeah. a male courtesan. And therefore, this guy's got a sense of humor about his physicality. And I think. That is just what we need. Not only does the guy... Well, let's finish the story. Okay. He's it came out. He gave an interview at E! On, online, uh, or E! Network, interviewed him uh, at some some premiere. It may have been for Balls of Fury. And he uh, he said, they said, what about the rumors of you playing Captain Marvel? He said that it was really cool that they're talking about him. He's honored to be asked. And he, and he talked to his agent. He said, you know... If there's ever a comic book hero that you could play because you look like him, this is the guy. Yeah, and the guy's like what six, 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 six seven. Five, six, I mean, six, he's six. huge. He's buffed. He's got the look. Looks just like him. And he and did the right thing by saying, you know, I know the rocks and talk, but he looks more like Black Adam. So the guy did his research. He got his cred. Oh, yeah. He got his right. cred. And I have the fi- I found the photo on the Internet Movie Database of him. Holding open with the Captain Marvel shirt on, very nice. You know, so he's got the lightning bolt. I'm like, the guy knows, and this is what you know. that was a tattoo. No, it absolutely was. <laughs> well, maybe Hollywood will get it right, and you know, who knows if he can act his way out of a box. Well, I don't you know, know I have high hopes for the script because John August, I have, I have really liked almost everything that guy has okay, written. Okay, but let me let me pull a lawn moment on you then here. It's a oh moment. God, it's a Lon Lopez moment. and here it is. So. With Captain Marvel, most I know of Captain Marvel, most of the, uh, let's say, exposition comes from Billy Batson, 
does Captain Marvel do a lot of that, or is he mostly punching and fighting? It depends on who writes him. Yeah. Okay. Totally. So what if because the original take and this is the confusing thing is originally they did have they were two separate personalities and they would talk about each other in the third person. One of my favorite <laughs> DC treasuries as a child was the Christmas with the superheroes and the oh, reprint yes. and the reprint of the Shazam sto- well Captain Marvel story because it was in the 40s when they could still call it Captain Marvel was like how they had to buy Christmas presents for each other and uh, so. Captain Marvel bought Billy a tie because he, Billy wanted to feel more grown up, and Billy bought bought Captain Marvel a set of tiddlywinks because <laughs> Captain Marvel wanted to get in touch with his more playful side. They were things they would never buy for themselves, and I was like, I think they talked about it that way in their forties. But yeah, yeah. And then then Billy asked Captain well, Marvel the, about girls, was, you know, you know about the birds story, and the bees. Know. Storytelling in the forties was very simple, but the psychology was still there. Yeah, okay. It's like it's like Shakespeare I, I and Dickens. I, I apologize. Has Captain no, Marvel no. ever kissed a girl? Yes. Okay, just check. Butia Savannah. Wow, I'm, you are a Zorlak. All right, anyways. <laughs> I'm stunned. The wow. good-looking daughter of Dr. Savannah. Oh. oh, is that the tall blonde? The tall blonde, oh. Beautia. So, okay. so here's my point of that And his son whole... is Magnificus. Yes. Here's and my point of Georgia the whole Georgia Savannah. Thing. Both of them look like the milkman. No. Yes, uh, well, so they look like his first wife. So your guy, if he can't act, what's his name? Brandon Malone? Malaley. 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 So if he, you know, if he can't act, then maybe he can, you know... You can get all the exposition from a good kid actor. You know, mm-hmm. if you find a good Billy Batson, and then, you know, you just have this kind of big dude to play Captain Marvel, and he only has to say a couple lines like, watch out, or Which is get out of here. basically you know? how it was done on the old uh, Filmation live action series, the Shazam that was on CBS, you know. He'd come down, and, and it would just be, well, he'd deliver his moral message to the end. You know, today, Billy helped a guy who was in danger. But it was really clearly about Billy. Did you ever say, like, kid. just remember, kids, only dopes use dope. And yes. <laughs> up, up, and away. You know. That's Superman's thing. Oh, yes. whatever. So now you know. You know, let me uh, break in here. We have a question from the audience. A question yes. from the audience. Holy crap. Are you going to spoil things like the audience member behind me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Actually, Go ahead. I just had a question about Step up to the mic. Step up to the mic. Get closer. I just had a question because I'm new to the whole Captain Marvel thing. Basically, you said that he's actually kissed a girl. <laughs> the daughter of Dr. Savannah. Didn't she try and kill him just after that? No, that's the other daughter. The other daughter. There's an ugly daughter who looks like Dr. Savannah. That's Georgia Savannah. Get it? Savannah, Georgia. Uh, and, and, then, and then there's Butia. And Butia, I think in their first meeting, Butia was used as a trap, but she didn't realize how evil her father really was. So, and that's when they, they we never do. So the pretty one is the dumb one. No, no, no. She, she, she. The the good-looking son, Magnificus, he's pretty dumb. <laughs> Magnificus. Yes. Who so writes this crap? Just out of curiosity. Uh, he's dead now. Thanks. Oh, just out of curiosity, <laughs> in the in um. Did you identify yourself, sir? I did not. You better identify yourself. Say your name and where you're from. Your My name's Eric. I'm from San Francisco, California. All right, welcome hey, to the podcast. Hey, San Francisco. Good shop, sort of buying. Take that, Mike Wegger. Okay. Sort of buying. I miss Mike Wegger. Where is Mike Wegger? Where are the emails? Sort of buying. Does that mean like you leave money but don't take books? Or you take books and don't leave money. Uh, sometimes both. Okay. I can be scatterbrained. He only buys pages. He just rips yeah, out yeah, the pages yeah. he likes. I'm a dabbler. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. dabbler. Two pages. A dabbler. I try to say and negotiate down. Okay, this Moon Knight, you know, this one was okay. I like but, you know, like, it wasn't that great. I'll give you a, a dollar. While he rants, we're going to talk about the dabbler's origin. I like that. The we're going to work on that. 
That goes with Chris and I were working on an alternate universe for comic book the movie at one point. So that's right, we were. We, we so did. that that that, that begs the question. The Reverend. Yeah. We have a question. Uh, beg so the question. Follow up question. question. How you guys? T- and I don't know if you've covered this before because I haven't heard you guys talk about it before. For how shame. do you how do you feel about the the changes in Mary Marvel and Captain Marvel and the ones in Countdown? Yeah, the ones in Countdown. Okay, no, they're still progressing, so we're not really sure what's going to happen there. Other um, than reading, other than. Nice costume. Yeah. Oh yes. I'm torn. I mean, I, that was I'm torn between. I'm not torn at all. That's a nice costume. That's a nice costume. What, 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 what an issue? Oh, I choose to believe. I'll, I'll find Rick. You. The moral <laughs> compass is going to find, find the, the issue new of costume. Countdown where she's in the costume. <laughs> Basically, she gets Black Adam's powers and gets right. Black Adam's costume. And even he, he comments. No, 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 no. It was not quite. Well, well not quite. But even he comments. Costume. Well, it's a black costume. He comments. Whoa, because she gets like. <laughs> Six inches taller and three chest sizes larger. Yeah, a couple cup sizes up. Yeah. So, Upgrade. Um, so remember that I want to yeah, say that is. this is the same thing. Like five years ago when Keith Giffen wanted to have Mary Marvel in white, her white costume, which she'd had, and then she was going to lose her virginity to Booster Gold. No. And then the next time she said Shazam, she'd have the red costume. DC nixed that. But they're sure enough to go ahead to make her the black-clad slots. But let's not forget <laughs> that before Countdown, when DC was going around to all the cons and showing that big picture of the Statue of Liberty and Charlton Heston beating the same... Oh, no, Statue of Liberty and all the oh, heroes yes. around it, she's in white. She's back in her white costume, yes. Right. So I think she's going to... Which get... she hasn't been in. But I'm she starts off without her. It could, it could still be someone from the multiverse. Or but I'm going like to tell you, Eric, if, if that is your real name, the version of... I have nothing to hide. Uh, yes, right. Except your pupils, sir. Oh, yes, I know. She's a, are you stoned? prescription. Are you stoned right now? The, um, the version that Jeff Smith's writing, I much prefer. Even though that's different than the Mary Marvel before, which is that she's logically the younger sister of, of Billy Batson. She's seven. She doesn't change physically or in appearance. Is the Jeff Smith one kind of like a reboot, relaunch where like a new reader can jump Dude, on. Dude, that's what yeah, that's what Fifty Two is about. Because the thing is, at the end, there is a planet at the end of Fifty Two where, where it is just the Marvel family and the Fawcett characters. Shazam soldiers, Shazam sentinels, whatever, um, and the bunny exist. And no, Hoppy was already in an alternate universe. He did not regularly cross over. Don't mess so with the Zorlax. So if Zorlach. I pick up Thank Monster you. Society of Evil or something like that, it's, it's a self-contained good. story and a relaunch. It's really good. Okay, does it's it give re- origin yes. history and stuff like that? Yes, it's really okay. one of the Monster best. Monster Society was really cute. I read that one. That's okay. one of the. That's the one to check out. It's one of the best books out there right now. He's Jeff Smith's an amazing storyteller. So did we answer the, qu- the Captain Marvel questions? Did we help you out? Yes. yes All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks very much. And, and again, we love questions from people walking through the shop so if anybody else except for the fact uh you know if you want a corn dog although the uh, store owner did touch me inappropriately just a few minutes ago that we don't love so much stop bragging okay sorry (laughs) did i make you jealous did i jealous much (laughs) wait and you didn't have to pay for it nope i never do i never do this time i want my money back he was dabbling (laughs) <laughs> I, do, I don't even. I don't even need the axe effect. It's just who I am. There's a little Watchmen casting rumor that I want to run by you because I don't know if you guys heard I don't it. Think I heard it. Haven't I actually? Silk Spectre. Did you hear the Silk Spectre? Silk Spectre? Okay. Which, wait, stop. Which one's the Silk Spectre? She's the one who the girl? pairs up with, uh, uh, with the, the owl. owl. Yeah. yeah. Okay. One of my favorite actresses. Kate Winslet. Winslet. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I like it. That doesn't mean anything to me, but she could do it. 
<laughs> no, I mean, like, Whoa, we should I, have a new segment. Instead of, instead, of, instead of a question from Lon, the segment should be called, What Does Lon Not Know? <laughs> uh, a lot, apparently. <laughs> no, I mean, I just remember the chick being kind of, you know, normal chick. She's daphnis. She never really, the that character diaphanous. doesn't stand out for me. Diaphanous. The whole point do? here is, again, we're flirting. Now, Lon, are you going to be okay with this? Not because she is a six-time Oscar nominee. But not a winner. She's not a winner. Want FaceTime. She's going to want FaceTime. No, but you know what? Uh, I want She'll FaceTime. be alright. Kate oh, Winslet? Hold on now. <laughs> Family show, Derek. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> is it? Yeah, no, that's cool with me. I like, True, my I like Katie Winslet. But it's okay, because my wife's at home right now going, like, he's ever going to meet Kate Winslet. Hey, it <laughs> took me 30 years, but I met Aaron Gray. Okay, so. <laughs> no, but you know what? Kate Winslet oh, seems like one of those non-snooty actresses that, you oh, know, yeah. she'll take her a small role and just be like, yeah, whatever. Give me, she'll, you know. do, she'll do right by it. Exactly. That's true. And, and she'll eat, like, bonbons and hang out with you at the craft table, you know, the craft Absolutely. service table afterwards. Go. So. Uh, are, you know. are you calling her fat? No, I'm just saying she's healthy. <laughs> Fat? No, no, I'm going to go with healthy. She is healthy. That is yeah. a healthy. And I mean, go phrase, hot, I mean that in a good sense. I mean that in a good sense. You know, the other thing, of course, is we oh, we're confirming there is a Watchmen, clearly a Watchmen film, greenlit because they're running a contest, which they asked me to mention on Fanboy Planet about. Uh, you can enter, join well, the wait, 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 wait. This is news. They, they, You've been gone. They asked us. They they called you specifically and said, "Will you run Uber and Shaker? Will you will run? you mention this? Will you mention this Excellent. on your site?" Yeah, Excellent. I get that. Uh, you know, I'm sure that you know they asked. Oh, just give, they asked at least twenty others. There's a get phone calls back to people who want us to review their books. Yeah, yeah. What? Oh, well, I got I got you a better book. You didn't answer that one back. Okay, uh, okay. Watchmen contest. Yeah, join the stay on target. Join the three hundred dot com. You can win a trip to Comic Con and then a trip to the Watchmen set. Cool. But you can't just enter; you have to really join the three hundred. You have to do. You have to Spartans? actually fight Persians. You have to fight Persians. Um, Millions of setups. You have to. They have like a chance to do mashup films with with clips that are online, like what they've been doing with uh, Star Wars. And uh, so you guys told me it was a Firefly that had done that, or Serenity. Yes. So, uh, Battlestar Galactica had done and that. Battlestar. Had, it been all, had been doing some officially the mashups. There's also costume contests, and you get points. And whoever gets the most points will join the Spartans. And Someone's going to gonna commit suicide over this. I think that defeats the purpose of the contest. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's the second place guy. I got, I got 12,000 points, and I lost out to the guy who had 12,000. And, and won! won. No. Suck it up, baby. This is Sparta. I remodeled my whole house to look just like. <laughs> That's awesome. Self overclothes. To I look like Gerard Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I painted myself blue. <laughs> I turned myself into a hideous, misshapen dwarf uh, <laughs> to betray my people. Uh, <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So the prize again is you get to be on the set, <laughs> on the set of Watchmen, but not in the movie. Which no, no, no. no. Here's your water, Mister Schneider. Well, the thing Thank to you. Me is that confirms if the prize is you could be on the set, that means there's a set, and if there's a set, that means there's a movie. So there we go. Which is good. Then that button, that Watchmen button, I have actually from Paramount that they gave away a couple years ago at WonderCon before they pulled the plug on that. It's going to be cool again. Well, Excellent. You know. It'll never be cool. I, you know what? I want to say thanks, Lon. One of my students listens to the podcast, and this week she's sitting at a bench reading Watchmen. I said, hey, hey, wannabe, because she's joking about she wannabe, and she's catching up with the stuff, and she goes, yeah, I'm reading the Watchmen. <laughs> <laughs> 
she just laughs. Snap. Someone's been listening to Lon Lopez. That's right, baby. <laughs> Thanks for listening, girl. Check you later. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so... That was a callback to people who listened to the podcast we three had, episodes ago. Yeah, well, sure. Don't let, don't get no, tense. We've got no, fans. We've we got, got listeners. It's all Look, good. they're all still up. People can go back and listen and to the archives. if you don't get that joke, just go, go listen to all of them again. Yeah. In order. Subscribe on iTunes like I do, and you can get them nice there and easy. There you go. There you go. So, um, shall we turn to television? or is I love television. Is there anything left to talk about? We've been gabbing for almost an hour. We've been no, gabbing yeah. a lot. We've been gabbing a lot. But, We're uh, 47 minutes in. Wow. All right, Good to know. So let's take it on Let's home. talk about TV. Because I had a DVD this week which I reviewed, and I want to talk about a larger comics issue that ties back. The New Adventures of Superman. Oh, oh can I stop oh, you for a second? Great for letting me stop that. Sorry, go ahead. Hey, I, momentum killer. That's so your new thing. Screeches to a halt. Pesmic momentum killer. Started again. Uh, I'm gonna go to the game room. <laughs> wow. Okay. Because you know what? He's not gonna know anything about this anyway. The New Adventures oh. of Superman is actually a 1966 series that that saved Saturday morning television. Yes, I read about this on Fanboy. Well, Planet. you did, and it's a great DVD set. Uh, but there's um, well, there's two things of note. One that I forgot to mention, that there is a trailer for Superman Doomsday, the upcoming home video thing. So it's a first look at that, which will be cool. debuting it's at... the same stuff we saw at WonderCon? Uh, it's a little more than what we saw at WonderCon. That looked at WonderCon. really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's premiering on Thursday night at Comic-Con. So, wow. Cool. Yeah, we're going to be be killing people to get into that. Um, maybe beating them to death. I'm killing no one. You. Can't we just flash press credentials? Or? No, I'm just going to have to put Lon in a doomsday costume and let him roll through. What about one of those psychic paper I want to be the juggernaut. Derek McCall. McCall. <laughs> yeah. I'm Bruce Tim. Nice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I directed this film. I'll try that. Wow! Not really. Anyway, so, uh, anyway, the, the, the thing is that the original Bench Superman and Pardon me, but you're probably, like me, just old enough to remember having watched it, if not in first run, second or third, seeing seeing reruns after school or something. But were there not Adventures of Superboy included in that television series? I don't remember. Yeah. At the end of at the end credits of each episode, it says Superman and Superboy are copyright, what are nineteen sixty six, national periodical publication. So the implication was that originally there were Superboy episodes in there, but there are not Superboy episodes in this, in this. collection. Why might that be, Derek? Well I'm really bothered because he said leading into the thing. So you. you're dying to ask? No, 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 no. It's just it's just again, I get I'm really weirded out by the legal the retconning. retconning of the existence of Superboy yeah. out of existence. Last week in Countdown, to tie back into the comics, when they did the you know the, the two page backup where they give the history of the multiverses, yeah, and they refer to the character that up until last week has consistently been called the Superboy of Earth Prime, as the Superman of Earth Prime. Well, you know what? Last night, as a matter of fact, I was watching the Legion of Superheroes with Superman, the animated series, the animated series, yes, and which we had recorded while I was out on vacation. And Debbie comes in and she looks at it, and one of the uh, Phantom Girl turns to Superboy and says, "Superman." And Debbie looks at me and goes, "What?" So, not being as big of a fan, even she knows something's wrong there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm. I'm really bothered. I mean. That's all I can say at this point. I'm just really, really bothered by it. Yeah. And I wish that uh, DC would settle this issue because and, and it, it makes it seem very petty. And they're not fooling anyone because it, 
It's not like you can retcon that and have children coming in and reading this and go, oh, there was never a Superboy. I mean, they know. For gosh sakes, there's a television series, which I'm hoping they would continue releasing because they released the first season, but now they're not even releasing the second season, which was the good season of the syndicated series because of this issue. There's a whole lot of television I want to watch that I can't because, legally can't, because of this issue. And how much would it cost, do you think, to buy it? To uh, to buy off the Schusters? To buy the, the rights to using Superman. It's, it's a drop in the bucket, except I think that the the thing is, it's a waiting game, and that's what makes it just horrible and gross, that the yeah. heirs, the legal heirs to the, to the Superboy name in the meantime, all are the, fans, old. the fans are the ones that the get fans confused are suffering. and they suffer. Yeah. And so, all right, let me get off And that. we old guys get looked at by the new guys who say, there was never a Superboy. And you, want to t- you, you want to talk about feeling old. Here we go. So, so of course, we've talked about before and been excited that there's a Speed Racer live-action film coming. Go Speed Racer! Go Speed Racer! Go Speed Racer! Go! What doesn't Ron know? And I get know? yelled at for singing. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. No, no, no. That's that's uh, not why you get yelled at. Okay. Uh, so, because that was contextual. Very good. Uh, so they've announced that there's going to be a new Speed Racer animated series. But ready? Here's what's going to going to bother you guys. Ready, old man? It's the son of Speed Racer. No. And Spritel, the original voice actor who played Spritel, will return to play Spritel as an adult <laughs> who runs a racing academy with a robotic chim chim. Yes. Robot. Okay. Let me say this right now. Robots and monkeys. Robot monkeys. Perfect. Robots, excellent. Monkeys, He's excellent. excellent. Robot, Robot monkeys, monkeys, too excellent. I don't know. I think it's going to date it. Yes, but I don't think robot monkeys are ever going to go out of style. I, honestly, I, I think monkeys are no, always going to Robot be, monkeys are this year's pirate ninjas. I don't think you can do Speed Racer in this, in this day and age without going either pastiche or just, you know... Weird for weird sakes, postmodern, okay. and I'm hoping that's which is what the original series is, is basically. <laughs> and that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping. And uh, Speed Sun will be driving the Mach Six. Nice, nice touch. Well, Racer X be back. Don't know. That is not the Racer Y. <laughs> Racer <laughs> Y. Just like how they did in Hong Kong cinema, Gen X cops. Then we got Gen, Gen y, y cops, which makes no sense. But they didn't understand. You know, all right, yeah. So. Uh, I, I, I will say it again. If it doesn't have the car acrobatic team, it is not Speed Racer. <laughs> That's a good point. Rick draws a line in the sand. That's the line. That's Once the line, the baby. Car if the cars aren't team. stacking on top of each other yeah. as they drive down the road, I'm I want there. that little bird camera. That's all I That's care about. That's part of the Mach 5. That's, That's got to be the uh, well, It's got to be the Mach 6. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, another one that's returning is Transformers. That will be returning very shortly because, of course, we have Transformers opening next week in the theaters. going to suck. Chris Garcia. Uh, Chris Garcia puts his bet down there because it's gonna suck. Gonna well, suck. by the time we gather for our next podcast, we'll all know, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we'll pr- probably put a little something together. Oh yeah, next week's Fourth of July. Huh? Yeah, we'll probably put a little something together, lawnless, uh, at WesterCon. So there's a transition. We're going to be appearing at. Many of us will be appearing at WesterCon. WesterCon. That's in uh, San Mateo at the San Mateo Marriott. Yes, indeed. Opening June 30th, Saturday. Saturday, going through July 3rd, right? July 3rd officially, July 4th. There's going to be some stuff going on. It's going to be interesting. What's your official title there, Chris? 
I believe I'm running the Fanzine Lounge. I'm also doing some entertainment during both the Masquerade and the... Uh, Harry's going to be doing some belly dancing. Hey, you know what? I, I just <laughs> a lot of belly dancing. You know what? I think this podcast needs a little feminine influence. Michael Goodson just walked in the room. Come on. Why don't you come back Michael over here Goodson. and say something? No, no, okay. no, no. Michael Goodson not All really right. here. He's <laughs> just not going to do it. <laughs> Talk to He's the He's the hand. ghost that walks. All right, but you know, uh, but some of the panels, what are you appearing on? Let's talk. Let's I'm appearing on one called the uh, the Liars panel, which is uh, a couple of good <laughs> Uh, including uh, Hugo Award-winning fan artist Frank Wu and uh, one of my dear friends, Mr. Jay Lake, uh, one of the sharpest knives in the drawer. Um, what else? There's two other ones uh, that I'm on that are good. One about uh, collecting PCs or something like that, history of computing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a little experience there. A little experience, yeah, just a touch. But uh, And then, there, of course, there is the Says You panel, which is during the masquerade, a halftime event, which will be featuring Mr... Derek McCaw. Me? Uh, yeah, okay. Yes. Plus, I have no idea what I'm doing there, but it's going to be fantastic. It will be it. entertaining, trust me. I feel I'm ascending a new level of, I don't know what, but I feel like I've, I've ascended a new level of whatever it is. They tell you to wear a swimsuit under Warriors. your clothes? Uh, no. Okay. All I know Just is, thong. you better moderate yourselves this time, because I can't save you from another panel. This is true. <laughs> like last uh, time. We're okay. also on a different panel together. We're on a different panel. Uh... Movie, comic movies? Well, comic book movies. Yeah, We're going to be on a comic movies. book movie panel, and I'm appearing on a panel about DC with current Aquaman writer Tad Williams. Oh, yeah. Cool. So like I'm that. really hoping, I'm, I, I, I may be late to that panel because I have to teach summer school and uh, drive like crazy up to get there, which is the one panel I don't want to miss because I want to I listen to the guy who's writing Aquaman. Those and panels actually sound pretty cool. I mean, Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, it's yeah. a very interesting And there's set. a po- panel about podcasting, and then I think, Chris, you don't know this, but we'll probably just assault you in the fanzine lounge and do a podcast from there. Perfect. I'm actually going to be I'm on there. a panel there about paneling. So um, Don't joke. Like, I've done that panel. No, like we've got oh, some oh, people oh. from Home Depot are going to be there. Uh, we're going to talk about some panels. Yeah, we're going gonna to wall lawn in. In your sort house. Of a, sort of a reenactment of the Cast of Amontillado. <laughs> Thin veneer of yeah. a, con- of a uh, concept. And yeah. Jason Shackett will be there. Will Jason Shackett be there? Yes, I didn't see he is there. working the fancy lounge with me. I don't think he's on any panels with me, unfortunately. No, he wasn't on any panels because he decided very late, but he'll be there, so okay, we can hopefully great. chat well, with him. We can at least bring him out of the podcast maybe this time, which yes. would be great. I love podcasts. So oh, yeah. Jason Shackett can take be over there. and take oh. Juan Lopez's role. Yeah, here we go. So... So uh, that that guy who only sort of shops here is is actually purchased an action figure. We need to make that clear. Yes, yes, purchased yes. it. He has purchased there you go. An we got cash. him. We money, got him. So that's uh, you know. So that's Westercon this weekend. I'm very excited about. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. Of course, and then you know we'll follow it up in a few weeks yes, by Comic Con. So mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, Lon. Last week we did some vid casting, and what's the status on that? Is uh, are we going to get the? Because I have to say, I got home and you guys. I'm listening to it, and you're yeah. talking about how there's Rick was very pictures, confused about going, this. I don't see any pictures. Uh, should be well. To, well, you're not going to get this tonight, but it's, it's going to be airing on Comcast. Uh, but if you hear this by Friday, it'll already have aired. Comcast um, being the Santa, Santa, Santa Clara, Jose's Campbell, but Campbell. we are going to put it online. Hopefully, by maybe next week. That'd be good before the references get too old. No, it, it doesn't work like that in our biz. So uh, <laughs> you'll get it when you get it, pretty all much. Right, all right, okay, whatever. Hey, yeah, hey, 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 no step off. Don't be getting up on my grill. Oh, I all right, so you have a grill. I do. 
Watch it, out, he'll get hyphy on you. I've got like three burners on it, and uh, oh man, I, it's that whole Transformers thing. Actually, it's 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 Goodson that has the girl. That he's been That'd be an awesome Transformer. Fantastic. He transforms into a, like a, a butte or they, a, a propane <laughs> barbecue. They slap some hamburgers and, down he would, on it. and that and then Hank Hill tries to sell him. And that Transformer <laughs> will be called Armadillo Willie. So, uh, or or barbecue. <laughs> Like bar, B, B, and then Q, because they always have letters in their Yes. Anyways. I understood. (laughs) Holy crap. Okay. (laughs) Did you have anything else you want to say about wrestling, or can we just... Yes, actually, there's two very important things. Uh, Uh, Full circle. Yes, the circle, circle will not be unbroken tonight. Yes. Uh, Ashley, the uh, woman who won the second... Oh, no, the... yeah, the second... She's recently in Playboy. Uh, yeah, recently in Playboy, Diva Search. What? Uh, lovely, talented woman. Uh, will be on the next season of Survivor, of all oh. things. Um, so they're doing a celebrity Survivor, and she's one of them. That's going to be Survivor well, Brooklyn, they had, right? You know, they had... I hope so. <laughs> last, the last... The previous season. Fort one Apache on right Survivor. Now, but, the, but the previous one had snuck a celebrity in, or a, a quasi one. Right. Jonathan Penner, who had been a sitcom actor in the 90s, really? now got, dire- got listed as... Writer, they totally obliterated that he had been. He was on uh, the Tia Leone's one, The Naked Truth. Oh, that was an awful show. And he was actually uh, he was on The Tick. He was a semi regular on The Tick. So that. not that that went very far, but oh, yeah. there it is. Who did he, who did he play on The Tick? He was Captain. It's something. It was the Superman equivalent. Oh, because okay. he put on his glasses and the Tick didn't know who he was, and he took him off and goes, "Oh, there you are, good." And so. Uh, Yes, one, and that that is actually very. Interesting. And they discriminated against women in their superhero club, and it was a yes. memorable episode. And then, of course, the other thing is Vengeance pay-per-view happened this weekend. Uh, a lot of people have probably ignored that because there was well, some other bigger story, but let's not get wrestling. Back, right. But uh, what's strange is it was a very average pay-per-view, but had a very excellent main event, and you should go out of your way to get it uh, if you get a chance. Uh, multi-way Madman uh, match to for the world title that was just great. I think it was probably their best match, their best multi-way match of the year so far. Now I, I know that you, uh, you know, earlier in the week didn't feel like writing anything, but now will you perhaps write a little short blurb on Vengeance that uh, kind of capped this for Falskin anywhere this week? Maybe, maybe get in, get in him to commit on the air. I'm <laughs> trying to get, get it, because uh, probably not. <laughs> there you go. But Safety. I will definitely mention something about it in, in next week, if nothing else. That's fine. That's fine. I just want to, you know, make sure. I'm, I'm scrounged for content for tomorrow. All right. <laughs> so, oh, sure. You've been writing a lot lately. Yeah, because yeah. nobody else is. So, <laughs> I don't get to go to all the movie reviews anymore, so uh, there. Um, <laughs> and Derek still owes me an article. Oh, oh, I'm halfway done with that, oh, actually. Good. I did Perfect. begin my article for you. So... Somebody likes the boys. Uh, Michael Goodson. Now that I brought the entire podcast to a home. <laughs> Eric, did you purchase the boys number eight? No, I did not. Thank you. Please continue. All right. <laughs> All right. Very good. Okay. Well, I think that's, that's what you get for doing a live podcast in a comic store. How about Derek? Your mother called. She's online too. <laughs> Wait. De- and we're, we're back. back. Okay. McCall, let me ask you a question, though. Yes. What opens this weekend total? I know... Ratatouille. Ratatouille. Which I saw yeah. and is really good. Really? Oh, really good. Surprise. Better than Cars? Uh, I don't think it's going to be... It's... It's... Let me see. It's the deepest of Pixar films because it's actually making... Uh, a rather mature statement about the artistic impulse mm-hmm. and the 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 need to to uh, create 
and uh, you know, so it's not as it's not as bright and flashy as previous. It is sumptuous, and I, there's no better word for it. Like the Paris skyline, the scenery is. This is really a complex, wow, you know, film. So uh, I, I I really enjoyed that. Uh, what else is there? It, it's a very complex film about a guy who's cooking a gets rat. instructions from a rat. Yes. Just want to be clear. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you're a sci-fi fan. I don't see how you're questioning any of this with any... <laughs> it's like, I'm just trying to help out the folks at home, Derek. <laughs> the folks at home are listening to this. They don't have a problem questioning this. <laughs> I didn't have a problem. I just wanted to be clear. Yes. All right. So, uh, But I don't know if it's going to be the big... You know, wide appeal thing is that it's not as flashy. I don't think it's necessarily going to hold children's attention quite as well. Better There's than some that, fun than stuff that down the toilet movie or whatever it was. Flushed, flushed away. Flushed away. Yeah. Flushed away was not good. Okay. And that was no. not Pixar. Okay. That flushed was, away was actually technically, I believe the word is craptacular. Craptacular. It was Ooh, thematic. Yeah. It should have been Ooh. flushed away. It should have yeah. been. It was so bad. Oh lordy. Uh, so anyway, but that had Kate Winslet in it. Proving she will just give it her all and whatever. So, I'm bringing it back around. I, I don't know what else. I, I believe Sicko, the Michael Moore documentary, is opening oh, this right. week. Yes, uh, but I have, not, I have not seen that yet. Uh, the so. ten minutes that were leaked last week that I watched were very typical Michael Moore. Liar! It wasn't ten minutes. It was the whole dang thing. Just go ahead. And no, it was it was ten minutes that I saw. Um, uh, it was. Then you went to the wrong leak. Uh, that might well be. Um, <laughs> it was typical Michael Moore. I thought it was, you know. I know you have your issues with him. I have my issues with him, not just philosophically, but as a filmmaker. But I had to say, I was entertained. Mm-hmm. So, I think he's a he's an entertaining filmmaker. Whether or not he stacks the yeah. deck to front, you know. But I don't know because I think this is a documentary that I I, I don't think there's anyone reasonable in this country right now that doesn't think there's something. Wrong, wrong with, with the, the healthcare oh, yeah, system. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, it's all, this is for the first time in his life, maybe preaching to the choir and the entire country is singing. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. You know. So we'll see. Wow. Our, that was deep. <laughs> wow. It, it was almost almost clever. The fine line was almost crossed between clever and stupid. Don't the, go there again. What one? <laughs> and what took last weekend? Was it Evan Almighty or? It was Evan Almighty. Barely. Really. It. Sh- uh, you know. Evan Almighty over Fantastic Four, or over Fantastic Four, wow. and over what was it? And Room fourteen oh eight. Wow, fourteen oh eight was bad. Basically. Okay, there you go. Excellent. Uh, so that's that's it. Well, uh, Law has disappeared completely. I think he was distracted by something. Something shiny. Yeah, always something shiny. I think it was something I said. Was it? No. What did you say? <laughs> Hi. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's your breath. Oh, crap. Yeah. Jeez, this is a white screen a moment ago. Now well, then I'll black. play Lawn. All hey, right. what's going on? So now we can pretend to be Lawn. Uh, so I think, you know, this is time to sign off. we got nothing else. Lawn's just wandered away in boredom. What the heck was that? All right. Uh, I'm Lon Lopez from WarnLife.com. And you're also... Chris Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, Rick Brett Snyder. And I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. If you have any complaints, comments... Questions like uh, young Eric uh, delivered a little earlier. Wait, wait. Oh, there. Lon. Oh, Lon. No, it's too you. late for him. We've already signed off for him. Call on Mike Ford. You can write in as to editor at fanboyplanet.com. All right, and uh, so. Say goodnight. I'm say, back. Say, uh, just in time to say goodbye. 
It's so hard to say, say goodbye. goodbye. Okay, sorry, what? That That's it. That's okay. it. I'm just going to turn this over right now. www.moreonlife.com. Please, heavens, let someone else take us out. And here we are. This is Mark Wade, writer of Raven Bold for DC Comics. Remember, use your powers only for good. And thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.lukeski.com. No question, Aquaman is better than Submariner. Yeah, no. Oh, Angel, good God. Hot girl. Although, Bird Girl from Harvey Birdman trumps them both. <laughs> Hello. Okay, I need all new mic checks. Chris, you can go. Hello. 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 Oh, rats. We were, we were about to... <laughs> we had a three-part harmony right there. It was really good. I had to fade you. It sounded oh. professional. Mama's little baby, love short, short, Mama's little baby. No, I was trying to do the low end, sorry. Yeah. Okay, just Chris this time. I'm Christopher J. Garcia. Like, talk I'm like here. you're going to talk during this. Hey, how's it going, everyone? Holy good to see crap. you. Thanks for coming. It's good to be here. Yeah, it sounded pretty good, actually, without even doing anything. Eric. Chris hurt my ears. Now okay. I know how everybody else feels. Okay. Uh-huh. Sounds pretty good. Lon. Baby Lon 5. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Remember that? We No. <laughs> yes, Baby Lon 5 Hi. now. We were talking about Straczynski. Okay, we Baby gotta make Lon. that. We gotta create that as a Fanboy Planet T-shirt. Baby Lon Five. <laughs> Baby Lon Five. Baby and Lon Five. Okay, I want to get you to say something a oh, little bit longer than that. Uh, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fanboy Planet podcast. This is Lon Lopez calling to Lopez, Lopez, Lopez. Lopez. Okay. okay. So, what are we gonna talk about? Okay, well, we've got. Uh, hey, how come I don't have the volume on it? We oh. didn't really talk last week down. much about we un- because we didn't really know what was happening. We knew that Mark Wade was coming back on uh, on the Flash, but oh, the, you said they killed Impulse, right? They killed the what I, book? Flash it? number thirteen, which sold out last week and caught and caught Steve here by surprise because so they're going to reprint, of course. Oh, grab me one. Yeah, yeah. grab me one. Yeah. So next, so please, that was Flash please, number thirteen with the just the with one where he dies. Uh, I want to see where he dies. There's two covers. Which one do you want? I'll give you one of each. That's the cover it. with the blood on it. Preferably little. DC sent me the cover with the Black Flash carrying Bart, uh, and so. They didn't do that. Exactly. No, no. So here's yes, Ugly Dead Flash, and here's Faceless Flash. I'll take Ugly Dead. Ooh, faceless. Faceless. How do they kill him? Who kills him? He's a powerless Flash. 
All of them. All of the rogues. All of them. Now, are all the rogues killing him, or is the, are there two who are kind of wishy-washy? It right is now? left, as it yeah. may I spoil, that it is... Uh, sure, because I haven't read Flash in ten years. It is an overload. They're all shooting him. They all shoot him at once. Oh, wow. And so it's the combination of everybody's powers. Do they know it's Bart? Is it not? Yes, they do know it's Bart. Is so it they know it's not Mirror the real Master Flash. Then? And they weren't... What? What about Mirror Master? Mirror Master's involved, yes. Okay. Uh, because it's that the... The uh, what's the name of his of Bart's alternate his his uh, the, the the green no the the green clad speedster who has to um, who's like a, an anti Bart was raised exactly the same way he's supposed to be a reverse flash for Bart a reverse impulse and I think was called the reverse impulse at one point um, inertia they call him inertia never heard of him well it was a minor thing. Uh, but inertia is going to take all of Bart's speed, so he's taking the speed force from him. And they're working. Iris is working with this scientist chick that they've introduced in this series. That if the speed force goes back into Bart, it will actually explode and just, and wipe out the city surrounding them. So he can't take the speed force back, but he also can't let inertia have it. And inertia had promised the rogues they'd all get it, but he wasn't going to do that. And so he's betraying them. They all realize. And at one point, I think the trickster and Pied Piper do say, it's not killing the Flash, it's killing Bart Allen. That's not the same thing. Don't do it, don't do it. But they all still have to stop him because they okay. think he's going to... So it does kind of tie back into the storyline from Countdown. Yes. We, why, aren't we ta- why aren't we recording this? Or? No. Is, that, is that Liberty Bell? Who used to be Jesse Quick. Okay, it is, I thought... Yes, that's the daughter of the original Liberty Bell. Okay. 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 So right, let's, let's ask all these questions as we, as we begin.